When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. I know you're paying attention to global events as well as what's going on in our nation. War and increased conflict is bubbling up in more places. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833 833- 995 gold that's 833-995-GOLD, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Nowadays, 20 bucks barely gets you a burger and fries or maybe a quarter tank of gas. You know what it'll get you, though? For just $20 a month, you can get unlimited talk, text, and plenty of 5G data from my cell phone company, Pure Talk. Make the switch today and save an additional 50% off your first month. Choose a wireless company who shares our values. Go to puretalk.com slash clay to switch today so you can actually afford that burger and fries. That's puretalk.com slash clay. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome back to the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. uh, 800-282-2882. 800-282-2882 if you want to call in. Let's talk about law enforcement, friends. One of the biggest political issues in the country right now is about the the crime wave, really specifically the shootings and homicides spiking in major cities across the country for the last 12 months. Uh, and President Trump spoke about this. You know, we're going to have Trump on the show tomorrow in advance of him going down to the U.S.-Mexico border. So we'll have President Trump with us tomorrow live here on the show. Very excited about that. will be our first guest. But he was in Wellington, Ohio over the weekend for a rally. Play 24. New York, Chicago, Los Angeles. They have great police forces. They're not allowed to do their job. And now they're all leaving. That's going to be a real problem when they realize we need them to help us. And they're not going to be there any longer. They all try and take away your guns, and that's what they're doing. And if you remember, when I was campaigning against Joe Biden, I said they're going to take away your guns. Your Second Amendment is under siege in Chicago, which is the single most dangerous city, large scale, has the strongest gun laws in the country. They even say the strongest gun laws in the world. And yet people are being shot by the thousands every year, worse than Afghanistan. How about that? Let's all remember that when you had the primary, the likely primary victory of Eric Adams in New York for the mayor's race, somebody who was very pro-police, within 24 hours, the Democrats come forward and they all of a sudden are talking about gun control. Joe Biden gives a speech on gun control. They're scrambling right now. They're scrambling to try to find a narrative to tell people about why is it that things have gotten so much worse in cities. The one thing you're not supposed to think as a result of all of this is that it has anything to do 
with undermining police, defunding police, or the rise of the BLM movement. And you're certainly not supposed to look at some of the statistics, uh, like in New York City, according to the Wall Street Journal here, murders rose to 462 last year. That's up 45% compared to 2019. And they're already running ahead of that for this year. So after a 45% rise in murders, you're looking at a, a likely rise again. The city recorded 1,531 shootings in 2020. That's up almost 100% over 2019. Clay, shouldn't we all, just as as Americans, as human beings, be able to see there's a big problem here? Yeah, and you mentioned New York City. Here's a few more cities for you, because uh, I know we got people listening everywhere. Atlanta, up 58% this year off of last year. you got people all over Buckhead in Atlanta. And by the way, I'm going down to watch the Braves this weekend. Uh, people all over Buckhead are saying, hey, we want out of Fulton County. We don't trust the Atlanta police because they aren't protecting us right now. Uh, L.A. up 22% over last year. Philly, these are murders, up 37%. And the one that basically, to me, seals the deal, Buck, Portland, 533% increase in murders. And Portland of all of the cities in the country right now, I think it's fair to say, is the city least supportive of law enforcement. And this is where you'd say, well, we could all agree that this is a problem that must be dealt with with seriousness, based on fact, based on experience. You should bring together the American people around a message of support for not just law enforcement, of course that's a part of it, but law and order as a general concept. Because top-down, you can see there's a deterioration in that as a result of... Well, what you could say is a a pro a pro criminal bent. In in fact, we have Ted Cruz, who decided to really go for it here. Let, let's let's hear from Ted for a second, the senator from Texas, on what he believes when it comes to crime. The Democrat Party has become play four. I think today's Democratic Party, when it comes to crime, this party is a party of interest groups, of radical interest groups. And so when it comes to crime, this Democratic Party is the party of the criminals, of murderers and rapists and child molesters. You know, you look at what they've done in the last five months. They've sent $1,400 stimulus checks to every criminal in America. Murderers currently in jail got federal taxpayer checks courtesy of Joe Biden. They want every felon in America to vote. They want to strike down every law that prohibits felons from voting. And their approach to this, it doesn't make any sense. You want to know where crime comes from? It comes from the criminals. Stop supporting policies that let violent criminals out early. Stop supporting policies that undermine the police. Abolish the police. You know, Jesse, two of the top officials in the Biden Justice Department are among the leading advocates for abolishing the police. Biden appointed them. Every single Senate Democrat voted to confirm them. And when you undermine the police, when, when you make it impossible for them to do the jobs, what happens is what's happening now. Murder rates skyrocket. Crime rates skyrocket. And what, is, what do Joe Biden and the Democrats want to do? They want to take away your guns. They want to take away the guns of law-abiding citizens and not go after the criminals. Isn't this obvious, Clay? I mean, isn't everything that he's saying, when you line this up, you look at it, any person who wasn't just brainwashed, for partisan reasons, would say we got a problem and we know why this is happening at some level. It's it's the difference between emotion and logic. 
If you respond emotionally to things, and this is why I believe social media has basically driven the American media off the cliff, but also a lot of citizens have followed, because, and this is what I keep hammering home, whatever you believe, there's a viral anecdote or a viral video somewhere to support it, which is why you have to look at the raw numbers. We just ran through all these different cities, Buck. If this weren't a universal problem that we were facing in the country, you wouldn't have the crime rate and the murder rate skyrocketing simultaneously everywhere. This is a national problem. Sometimes, as you well know, because you worked for 18 months in New York City Police, sometimes you can have local regional crimes that you know jump up because there's some sort of gang-related war that's going on or there's some sort of altercation that has spread in a regional small area. This is nationwide, simultaneously, all beginning with George Floyd and the Black Lives Matter protest. It would require a level of stupidity that even the dumbest out there cannot really embrace on a truly logical level to argue that this is all simultaneously happening. It started at the same point and it's going and taking place everywhere and that it's not directly connected to lack of respect for police and the defund the police movement. And you bring in the George Floyd incident. I think that's very illustrative of, of an important point here, which is that is supposed to be all the evidence you need of systemic, yes. meaning throughout the system, police racism. One bad cop in one place does one thing, and it's time for the DOJ to put uh, departments under consent decrees. We need to have a national conversation about race. We need to have riots, actually. We need to have people burning down buildings and throwing rocks at cops. I mean, this is what the left believes, and you see this all over the world. Meanwhile, we sit here and go city by city. Dozens of them looking at the data, looking at the numbers, say something has changed here. There has been a systemic, dare I say, <laughs> shift in the approach of uh, of uh, of one political party to law enforcement. It happens to be the political party in charge of the executive branch of the government. And they say, no, you're not seeing it. No, it's not really a big thing here. Here, for example, is Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez in Queens or I don't know if she was in Queens when she said this from Queens is what I meant to say. Um, and, and as is often pointed out, really actually from Westchester County, which is a very, uh, very affluent, uh, a very, very affluent area of the New York City suburbs. But here she is telling everybody that, oh, my gosh, like, why are you so upset about all the crime stuff that's going on? You're totally exaggerating. Play seven. We are seeing these headlines about percentage increases. Now, I want to say that. Any amount of harm is unacceptable and too much. But I also want to make sure that this hysteria, you know, that this doesn't drive a hysteria and that we look at these numbers in context so that we can make responsible decisions about what to allocate um, in that context. So the person who is more responsible for driving hysteria than almost anyone in politics right now, she and her squad They constantly take emotional stances on social media. She wants us now to not be hysterical about the massive increase in crime that we are seeing, which has a direct tangible impact and also was directly repudiated by her own constituents when they voted for Eric Adams, the 22-year police veteran. Democrats love hysteria. They've used it to great effect. They used it. For COVID lockdowns, they've used it as the basis for the BLM movement, something that we continue to talk about. 
They look at the numbers. They they would say uh, by the Washington Post own numbers, you had I, I can't remember if it was nine or fourteen unarmed black men killed by police in the United States in 2019, a country of roughly 330 million, with tens of millions of interactions between civilians and law enforcement on a yearly basis. And you've got let's call it r- roughly a dozen cases where there could be something, and that is cause. For all police, 700,000-plus sworn law enforcement across the country are suspect. We need to have a national conversation about how policing uh, police is uh, policing is uh, racist, over-militarized, um, you name it. I mean, it's part of oppression, part of the carceral state, a term that's often used by these left-wing activists. Meanwhile, when we look at the numbers, we see what's actually happening in places. People are worried. I mean, people I know in New York, are. we, we just had... Another shooting in Times Square. Broad daylight. I live right next to where this happened, so I, I think I'm allowed to consider this to be a problem that I'm dealing with, too, right? I, this is not some faraway thing. L- literally a handful of blocks from where I go to sleep every night, there's a shooting in broad daylight, and we have to hear from AOC, let's not get hysterical about this. No, Clay, let's worry about the existential threat of climate change instead. Let's all go to sleep at night crying about that. That's the real problem. Well... And also the biggest lie that has been sold associated with all of this is we still have never seen tangible evidence, Buck, that in the Derek Chauvin case, that race was the reason that incident happened. None. Right? I mean, yeah. I, I, I watched and read much of the coverage of that trial. The media covered, speaking of hysteria, that case in a hysterical fashion. And it was certainly an awful case. But police make interactions with individuals all day long, every day. And when you look at George Floyd and the Derek Chauvin case, yes, it happened to be a white guy and it happened to be a black guy involved. But would this story have even caught any attention whatsoever if it had been an Asian police officer and a Hispanic uh, individual and the exact same situation happen I, I think the answer is no because if you look in dallas and you look around the country there are all different incidents like these and certainly buck i think i speak for both of us when we say and this has certainly been my history as a lawyer when police commit crimes or are alleged to commit crimes they should be prosecuted but we can't use these individual viral anecdotes as evidence of a systemic problem when, as you point out, the data reflects that they are not in any way actually systemic in nature. We're going to come back and look at some more of the political narrative around this. And, and also, just it, it's about the, the backlash, they say, against defund the police and the backlash against CRT. Democrats are on edge about it's what seems to be conservatives waking up, fighting back, pushing back. On these on these narratives, on these, honestly, in many cases, just these lies. We'll come to that in a minute. If you want to weigh in on this, 800-282-2882. That's 800-282-2882. Also, clayandbuck.com is the website. And uh, give us a follow on Twitter, on Instagram, Buck Sexton and Clay Travis, uh, respectively. And we'll come to you in just a moment with all the rest that I was just laying out for you. But, you know, dog food is often... Not with the doesn't have all the stuff you really need in it. You know, we have a adorable French bulldog at home named Tallulah. She's a lot of fun and she has to have only the best as far as we're concerned. 
So, yeah, we feed her a specialized dog food every day. But what about getting all the nutrients that she needs? What about doing essentially supplementation for your canine to make them as healthy and happy as possible? That's where Rough Greens comes in. Because Rough Greens is not dog food. It's a healthy supplement that you add into your dog's food so you get all the live nutrients necessary for superior dog health. Rough Greens has no GMOs, antibiotics, hormones, fillers, any of that kind of stuff. It's just got all the things your dog needs. 20 digestive enzymes to aid in digestive health. 15 powerful strains of probiotics specific to dog gut health to help with better breath and eliminations and tons of antioxidants, and it's 100% vegan. The folks at Rough Greens are so confident your dog is going to love Rough Greens, they've worked out a special deal for our listeners. Go to Rough Greens, that's R-U-F-F, roughgreens.com slash Clay and Buck, and they're going to give you your first bag free. That's right, free. Just cover the shipping, and your free bag of Rough Greens will be on its way to your home. Roughgreens.com slash Clay and Buck. That's R-U-F-F, roughgreens.com slash Clay and Buck for your free bag of Rough Greens. Welcome back to the Clay, Travis, and Buck Sexton Show. I am Buck Sexton. Honored to be here with you. My man Clay Travis right next to me. We are bringing you all of the latest. And if you have some thoughts on it, 800-282-2882. We can light up those lines on where we are now with the defund narrative and the politics around all this. There's an MSNBC host who is talking about the white backlash and moral panic over critical race theory. Uh, I wanted you to hear this because there's so much in this that is wrong and not true. Their explanations are getting weaker and and honestly more preposterous and more desperate, which means that the, the pushback against CRT overall is hitting the mark. But let's play this. Play two. If you are a political advisor to Donald Trump or Republicans and you survey the American populace at this moment in the 21st century, and you look out at all the issues, all the things going on, and you decide that indeed white backlash and moral panic over critical race theory, if you think that backlash is so powerful that it provides such a nuclear furnace of rage that it will be the key to taking over Congress in the midterms, well then, you are conceding the central premise of critical race theory itself, which is that indeed racial resentment, the preservation of racial hierarchy, particularly for white people, is in fact the central ordering conflict in American society, right? Because if you think that's the key to winning the elections, not whatever jobs or, I don't know, inflation, right? If the key to winning elections is mobilizing white backlash along these lines, then you're really saying, yes, yes, American politics is inescapably about race. So, Clay, no one's saying it's the key to winning elections. This is his analysis. I think it's so funny. There's so much projection that's going on here. But but beyond that, when he says the, the nuclear furnace of rage, of, of, of white backlash and all this stuff, this is the classic thing that the left keeps doing, which is we're going to call everything we want that we don't like, we want to, that we don't like racist. And if you have a problem with that, that's because of how racist you are. Well, that's the key, right? There's literally no way to respond to this without being called racist. They have created a model that accuses everything in America of being racist. And then if you say, hey, you know what? I don't think that America is the most racist country that's ever existed in the world. Maybe we've done a few good things for global uh, global equality. Well, that's your white privilege talking, Buck. That's your racism. This is your inability 
to understand and embrace all the evils that you, you awful, horrible white man, have caused in this country. It's crazy. You know what's not crazy? Taking care of your family's memories, particularly as we roll through wedding season. Right now, you can get an incredible opportunity with my friends at Legacy Box. How many of you out there have old family wedding photos, videos, things that are starting to get caught up in the mess that is not being uh, up to date. You want to digitize them. You want to make sure that they exist forever. You want to share the best moments of weddings with your family and your friends for as long as you possibly can. You need Legacy Box. And right now they are offering 40% off so your family can celebrate meaningful moments at a fraction of the normal price. I love them. You will, too. LegacyBox.com slash Clay to get started today. That's LegacyBox.com slash Clay for 40% off. LegacyBox.com slash Clay. You're listening to Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on the EIB Network. Grand Canyon University, a private Christian university in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, believes that we're endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. GCU believes in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. GCU equips you to serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. Change the world for good by putting others before yourself to glorify God. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's online, on-campus, and hybrid learning environments are designed to help you achieve your unique academic, personal, and professional goals. With over 330 academic programs as of September 2023, GCU meets you where you are and provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Let it flourish. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. When you have health insurance, it's easy to think, hey, I'm covered, no worries. Not so fast. Remember, your out-of-pocket costs are not covered by insurance. And that can be a lot of money for your family, but how do you know you're not being overbilled? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. So unless you're a billing expert, how do you know your medical bills are accurate? HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance. When your medical claim comes in, HealthLock technology reviews the claims for errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden errors, so you pay only what you owe. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Bottom line, insurance isn't enough. To save, visit HealthLock.com. Do it before you see another health care provider. HealthLock.com. HealthLock.com. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? 
It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Welcome back in, Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. Appreciate all of you hanging out with us. Hope your Monday is going fantastically well. I am Clay Travis. He is Buck Sexton. Buck, it felt like, let me just say this. COVID is going to be, I'm I'm afraid to say, the villain that will not die. I don't know if you saw they're making a new Halloween movie, the new Michael Myers, like that's coming out. I kind of love the old school uh Freddy, Jason movies, everything else. If you remember in those movies, every time you think that you have killed the villain, he's always coming back for one more scare, right? It's almost impossible. An hour in, you're like, hey, I think Freddy's dead. No, Freddy's not dead. An hour in, Jason dead? Oh, no, no, we look at you on your watch. We still got another 45 minutes of this movie. And I think that's what we're seeing with COVID. The left wing in this country, Democrats will not let the COVID story die. Even as across the nation, vaccinations are available to anyone who wants them. Even with the overall number of people hospitalized plummeting, we are starting to see a resurgence the Corona bros, as I call them, the people who are all in on COVID are starting to fight back already before we even get to the fall. Let me give you a couple of examples, Buck. This weekend at the College World Series, NC State, they aren't allowed to play in the games because four of their players who are young and healthy tested positive for COVID Four vaccinated players tested positive, Buck, and they decided that they had to contact trace everybody their dream of winning the College World Series out the window, even though, Buck Sexton, there are over 20,000 people showing up for these games, among them going to be my wife and my son in Omaha, Nebraska. No restrictions whatsoever. The NC State baseball team could have bought tickets and gone and sat in the crowd, it wouldn't have even mattered. Make a wish. Make a wish. One of the great charities out there for kids with terminal illnesses, make a wish. Their president came out over the weekend, Buck, and said, it was a jaw-dropping admission, that make a wish wasn't going to allow children who hadn't been vaccinated for COVID to participate in the make a wish program. Buck, these are kids who are facing death, they were going to require them to be vaccinated for COVID. Now, there was such immediate backlash that they pulled back from it. But for all the parents out there, the new battleground has moved on from adults making decisions about whether or not to get COVID vaccines. Play cut one here, Dr. Lena Wynn, she wants every kid out there under 18 
to be vaccinated. I definitely agree that global vaccine access is really important for humanitarian and for self-interest reasons, but you're not going to get there by distributing the doses that were reserved for children in the U.S. I mean, even if you're talking about every dose for every child under the age of 18 in the U.S., you give it abroad, you'll be vaccinating less than 1% of the world's population. If we really want to solve the problem of global vaccine equity, we would be building um, uh, global infrastructure and helping with manufacturing capacities, lifting export restrictions. There are actual policy things that we could be doing if that's the problem that we're trying to solve for. There's a different problem here too, which is we still have a pandemic here. We have children who have been out of school for a lot of this year in person. We have parents who are not at work. And the best way for our economy to get started to help us here in the U.S. is to get our children vaccinated. The solution that Dr. Malley is proposing to me almost sounds like saying we have global poverty as an issue, so we're going to all fast in the U.S. for a month. I mean, that is it's not the solution to this global problem, and we're not solving for the problem right here in the U.S. Buck Sexton, I am not an anti-vaxxer. My kids have all had their vaccines. Measles, mumps, rubella, it all makes sense. I look at the data And the data to me is quite clear and without any uncertainty. Kids are not in danger from COVID. And therefore, I am not getting my kids vaccinated for COVID. This battleground, as we come closer to school starting to reopen, is going to be a monster one as what I call the Corona Bros try to bring back COVID restrictions as we move into fall and winter. It's not going away. I think everyone needs to understand that while you may have in your state right now a sense that things have returned largely to the normalcy. And I know a lot of people right now have that. I mean, here in Tennessee, where we're doing the show, it's it's pretty normal out there. Even in New York City, where I was over the weekend, it's largely normal. But, you know, you get on an airplane and they're still doing the absurd put your mask up routine in between bites. If you really want to be safe on the airplane, there's there's no pretense anymore of even trying to come up with a reason for so much of this i mean they're not trying to have a rational explanation for why we have to do these things increasingly it's do it because we say so and this was always the concern that i had from the very beginning of this when we just bend the knee because people in authority whether they have lab coats or social media blue checks next to their names or they have tv shows or whatever or their governors when they say do this because i said so as if we're all children And you have a lot of people who not only go along with it, but also become the enablers of this against their fellow Americans. Say, yeah, you can't go to church. You can't go to synagogue. Shut up and do what you're told. This is very concerning. It feels like we're in some ways in a country that had a massive stress test of our freedom and failed it. And the people that want to continue to push a lot of these policies, these lockdowns that maybe are loosened now, but but they haven't been abandoned forever they haven't said they're never going to in fact you look at australia they're going back into i know this is external to us but other countries are going canada is still crazy going back into these lockdowns and what you have to know as you see all this is that the democrats we keep saying a crisis is an opportunity for them that's how they view it essential for their their version of governance this was covid was an opportunity to enlarge not just the state but the sense that people have that they can be told to do anything really by the state that there are no real boundaries as long as the emergency is uh, acute enough imminent enough 
And this is the, the same forces on the left who like to treat everything like it's the it's the moral equivalent of war, the fight against climate change, the fight against racism, the fight against all these things that they use sweeping language for the fight against covid is a very useful way to continue to control aspects of the economy and honestly mass psychology all across the country. The American people are in a different place now as a people because of what we've all been through. And we have not yet, we, we have not had that moment, Clay, where we look at and we say, you guys all realize that Fauci was a disaster, right? Half the country still thinks that he was a great hero. We, we have not come to the, the real agreement we need so that we won't go back into this place. And when you look at the vaccine situation, you know, this just goes to show you, should, should kids get vaccinated or should we be vaccinating the rest of the world? Oh, what do we do? They're, they're just completely spinning off onto another planet now. And that's it's not going to stop. Yeah. And what's so frustrating, I think, about it is exactly that, Buck. I think a lot of people out there who've been fighting this battle to open up states for a year and a half now are tired, wearied. And the Corona bro population, and I call them Corona bros because they want to define our entire universe based entirely on this virus. They're still pretty powerful. Grant in Norman, Oklahoma, knows what I'm talking about. The blowback, Buck, that I saw over NC State not being allowed to play was encouraging because sports, I think, is a window into what people are willing to accept. And the idea that you could go sit unmasked, which is the right call, in Omaha, Nebraska, in a 20,000-seat stadium, and you weren't allowing young, healthy athletes to play already a socially distant sport in baseball – it blew a lot of people's minds. Grant, did it blow your mind? Yes, sir, it did. Thank you for taking my call. I think y'all are doing a great job. You're going to be a huge success. Thank yeah, you. I'd like to bring up point number, point number one about the College World Series and, and what happened to NC State. I, I've worked in the healthcare profession for over 20 years, and I've had COVID myself, and I tested positive for the antibodies several months after I actually had been infected. So I'm still going strong. You know, I'm not dead. There's a 99% survival rate for this disease. So by not allowing NC State to play was ridiculous because you're picking on a baseball team when you're not testing all the concessionaires who are serving hot dogs, Cokes, candies, etc. What about them? You didn't say that they couldn't show up to work. What about the, the fans sitting in the stands? You didn't have a mass testing of all them. Instead, you took a few players on a team, they tested positive, and if I understand and heard you correctly, you said that they had actually had the vaccine. Yeah, four, to, so to get vaccine, it out there, four it. had been vaccinated already and still tested positive, which raises the question, why in the world would you argue the vaccine helps them at all when they're still not allowed to play? Yes, sir. And, and so you pick on the team, you penalize them. They may never get this opportunity again to play in the College World Series, but you let everybody else come to the stadium, concessionaires, fans, and even workers in town at the restaurants. I, I think it was a horrible decision. I think it was a massive overreaction. And I, I, I have to reiterate again, there's a 99% survival rate for this virus. Even higher. People th are th dropping dead every day. Thank you for the call, Grant. Even higher for young, healthy athletes. In fact, many of them are under more danger traveling to Omaha for the College World Series than they are actually from COVID. And, and everyone should just remember that 
while we're still being told that people have to, have to, for safety reasons, miss the game of their lives. They've been, you know, training their whole lives. This is the biggest moment they may ever have in sports. Miss weddings, miss funerals, miss graduations. And especially early on in the pandemic when that stuff was happening in, in much greater numbers than it has in recent months. While all that was going on, the same people who were telling you, shut up and do what you're told, were saying, Oh, but the massive George Floyd protests are totally fine. That's good for health and safety. Just don't ever forget that. I don't ever want you to forget that. Because then when someone says, you know, where's your second mask? When you walk into a store, you remember, you know exactly what you're dealing with, who you're dealing with, and what the situation really is. We'll come back into some of this, take more of your calls. Uh, 800-282-2882. Make sure you go to the website, clayandbuck.com, for a new stories we're talking about here. And uh, follow me. Buck Saxton on Twitter. Follow uh, Clay as well on Twitter, and I'm on Instagram. I actually posted. I was uh, I walked through and I walked through over the weekend this uh, Washington Square Park, a place I know very very well in New York City. Massive it party turned into mayhem and pandemonium right after I left. I will tell you, I had no no part in any of that. All right, I just walked through, but yeah, there were arrests and destruction, and it was craziness. But uh, uh, folks were out and about. Um, we'll come back into more of this in just a second. You know, my dad has been taking Relief Factor now for weeks, and he's having a fantastic experience with, him, uh, with, with it. He's over 70 years old. He's an avid golfer, and he's been having trouble with his knees and a little bit of back pain. Now he is absolutely loving how much relief he is getting from Relief Factor because Relief Factor is 100% research-based, and it was created to help combat the root causes of inflammation. About 70% of the people who try Relief Factor go on to order more. The three-week quick start pack is is $19.95. That was developed as an easy and affordable way for you, our listeners, to try Relief Factor. Look, and uh, I'm telling you, my wife is using this, and she is insanely, insanely healthy. She is a super athlete, and she knows all about the products that they are putting in here, and she's telling me, that it is fantastic. I need to be using it. She's going to live to be 115. I'm trying to keep up with her. Uh, and the folks at Relief Factor are so confident Relief Factor will work for you that they've developed the three-week quick start pack at 19.95 For only 95 cents a day or less than a cup of coffee, order your three-week quick start pack at 19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 1-800-583-84. That's relieffactor.com or call 1-800-583-84 for your three-week quick start pack at $19.95. Welcome back in. Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show, closing out the second hour of the program. I uh, want to remind you, by the way, tomorrow in this same hour that you are listening to right now, we will have the President of the United States, uh, number 45 himself, Donald Trump, Hopefully, Buck, he'll stay with us for a little while, but he is scheduled to join us the top of the second hour. We'll be the first guest that we have had on the program so far. As long as he wants to hang out with Clay and Buck, we will let him hang out with Clay and Buck gratefully. We'll be very happy to have him, so hopefully he'll stay for a while. Yeah, it should be a lot of fun, and obviously he's going to the border on Wednesday, and he was a big reason why suddenly Kamala Harris went on Friday, which we talked about. The design of the Friday trip as well, Buck, was to have it disappear into the weekend so that they didn't have to talk about it coming back to start the week. Yeah, well, I'm sure that 45 is going to have some thoughts on that one tomorrow, on that whole situation, and then some. And, of course, we're going to have to, one place we're going to have to push a little bit is, sir, you're out there, you're doing rallies. Are you going to run? We, I mean, of course, but we're going to ask him, and then we're going to try to press him a little bit because, you know. The... When do you think he has to make a decision? 
I, I, you know, I think we're going to have to ask him that, honestly. I mean, is there a deadline? Yeah. I mean, there, there, there is a deadline and no one's, it's so far out right now that I don't think that's even really factoring into it. I think it's just a question of does, does he, you know, does he want to go for it again? Does he have the, the energy, the stamina? I mean, look, you know, while we've been talking about some of the Ron DeSantis polling and, and he's got a really, he's got a, a lot of momentum. He's got some strong wind at his back here. You know, Trump has about, this, you know, very similar numbers of people that would support him on the GOP side. So, you know, you got you got two great options here, and it's just a question of whether whether Trump wants to make that one last run. So, we're I'm looking forward to talking about it tomorrow. And one thing we can promise you all, because you you know this, but it will be interesting <laughs> to have it, Donald it, J. It, Trump chatting with us here. It certainly will, and I do think the timeline of when he makes his choice. Because in 2022, which isn't feeling that far away right now, right? I mean, one of the reasons why this infrastructure bill is getting pushed like it is and why the budget is such a massive story is I do think that the Biden people are looking at the polls and they are aware that effectively now that they're six months in, they might only have two or three more months of actually being able to get anything done until we start to move into the 2022 cycle. Yeah, I don't think you're going to hear a lot of def- here Here's a prediction. You're not going to hear a lot of defund police from Democrats in competitive districts or states. I, I can tell you that. I think we're seeing a, a little bit of a shift in that regard. One other note we, we should ask, uh, we will ask the, uh, the former president tomorrow, Clay. Uh, you know, the Trump organization has this deadline today to convince New York prosecutors not to fi- uh, file criminal charges. The CFO of the Trump Organization, Alan Weiselberg, has, quote, refused to flip the Manhattan DA. This is They've been going after him forever. Weaponizing the prosecutor's yes. office. Look, this is the Trump Organization, so it's not like this is a, a case against Trump himself personally. But just the fact that they're continuing with this harassment, it's in part because... Well, no, it's not in part. It's almost entirely because, I mean, it's it's driven by... The desire to try to make things rough for Trump. And maybe, maybe he won't, you know, the, the left wants him to say, I've got a great life. I got a great family. I'm going to go play golf and leave this to somebody else. They want Trump to do that. When we come back next month, the Olympics are officially underway. If you thought Colin Kaepernick was making a lot of noise with politics mixed with sports, there is a hammer thrower. Her name is Gwen Berry. The White House has already weighed in. She turned and refused to acknowledge the playing of the national anthem. She covered her face with a uh, with a T-shirt that was designed to draw attention to how awful of a place America is. What did she do? What did she You're say? We'll talk Clay about Travis and Buck Sexton on the EIB Network. Nowadays, 20 bucks barely gets you a burger and fries or maybe a quarter tank of gas. You know what it'll get you, though? For just $20 a month, you can get unlimited talk, text, and plenty of 5G data from my cell phone company, Pure Talk. Make the switch today and save an additional 50% off your first month. Choose a wireless company who shares our values. Go to puretalk.com slash clay to switch today so you can actually afford that burger and fries. That's puretalk.com slash clay. Since 9-11, the Tunnel to the Towers Foundation has been committed to supporting our nation's first responders and veterans, heroes who put their lives on the line for our communities and our country, heroes like U.S. Army Major Jonathan Turnbull. 
He sustained devastating injuries at the hands of an ISIS suicide bomber, the complete loss of his left eye, a puncture to his right eye, and he needed more than 20 surgeries and countless hours of rehabilitation. Tunnel to Towers paid off his mortgage and gave Major Turnbull a specially adapted smart home designed for his needs. He moves around his home more easily now. His home also gives him hope. With help from people like you, the foundation supports families like the Turnbulls. Join Tunnel to Towers in supporting America's heroes, our nation's severely injured veterans and first responders, homeless veterans, Gold Star families, and the families of fallen first responders. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. 95 cents of every dollar goes directly to their programs. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.